0: Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hiddy from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 17 of this podcast, I sat down with Nate Wagner, the marketing coordinator for Hawkins Chevrolet. We talked about why community involvement and community engagement is so important to Hawkins and where his passion uh, for helping people and being involved in the community comes from And we also talked a little bit about uh, the the event that we planned together back in October, Preserve the Preserve. Listeners, thank you for your continuous support. And don't forget to subscribe to our show and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Let's get started. All right, today I have Nate Wagner from Hawking Chevrolet across from me. Hi, Nate. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. No problem. All right, so Nate, um, I think we want to cover everything. Tell us what you do first. So, I am the
1: marketing manager over at Hawk and Chevrolet. Uh, I'm also one of the finance managers there. Uh, you know, a big part of my job is basically making sure everybody knows who Hawk and Chevrolet is mm-hmm. and what we do and how we're different than everybody else.
0: Right. And so, I invited Nate on the podcast. So, in the last fall, we collaborated on an event, uh, Preserve the Preserve for the Montour Preserve um how it came about was so natural like we just he contacted me on instagram and be like hey well I want to collaborate with you on an event and then the rest of this history and right. it was such a successful event for Montour Preserve um I know you've told me this before but listeners haven't heard yeah. um tell us why Hawking Chevrolet is different from any other car, car dealership in the area So
1: number one, you know, the biggest thing is we're, we are a family owned business. Now, a lot of, a lot of dealerships are still, you know, you see the name, you think everyone's family owned. A lot of it has a lot to do with corporate stuff too. Mm -hmm. You know, we're one entity, we, you know, one family has owned this dealership since the beginning. And, uh, you know, the way we're different is we treat people like family when they come in through the door Mm. so you buy a car from us you don't buy a car from us no matter what we're going to treat you right we're going to treat you like one of the hawkins family and um you know we're not going to look at you as just a number on the board or you know just another car sold Mm
0: -hmm. that's very cool and i can attest to that in a sense of you know whenever we i went up there for a meeting everybody was so friendly they'll say hi to you and you know and even though i wasn't there to buy cars or anything nobody was pushy about it and uh, such a friendly atmosphere. Yep. Now, how did you, let's talk about your journey to where you are, like how, did you know that car sales was something that you've always wanted to do?
1: So being, you know, I'm only 27 right now, um, you know, I spent a lot of time going from different jobs. Uh, you know, I worked in construction, um, I worked as a marketing consultant, different things like that. And you know, the car business really brought the best of me out uh, you know, number one is I'm a car enthusiast. I mm-hmm. love cars. I love everything about them. You know, just the way they work, the mechanics of it, everything. Uh, you know, but really it's spending time with people, learning about people. And, you know, when I worked as a marketing consultant, it was helping businesses grow. Mm-hmm. So when I came into Hawkins, my number one goal was, okay, I got to treat this business like it's mine. What would I do if my name was on the side of the building? And mm-hmm. that's what we're doing right now. You know, we're very big in the community. Uh, you know, we work with a lot of local businesses. You know, just like mm-hmm. you guys. And um, you know, we just really want to show people that you know, buying a car, although it's a stressful thing for some people, it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. and you don't have to have all the negative stigma that comes with it.
0: Mm. Did you go to school for marketing?
1: I did not. I did you not. I'm a self okay. learner.
0: Oh wow, very cool. So, what'd you go to school for? Uh,
1: I went to college for business management. Um, okay. I did it. I, so in high school, I was not a very good student. Okay. School was just not for me. And, you know, maybe that's the famous quote for most entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I went into college while my wife was in college. And, uh, again, I decided it just wasn't for me. I didn't like sitting in front of a class, basically being told what I need to learn. Mm-hmm. I would rather learn what I wanted to learn, what mm-hmm. I thought was an actual necessity for my path.
0: Mm-hmm. And i've and and that's definitely something i've noticed like you've evolved ever, even in the short amount of time that i've known you your interest has led you to other things to learning mm-hmm. i see the marketing contents that you guys are putting out for hawkins even in the short amount of time from like september on it has progressively gotten better and better better contents right. more like eye grabbing more funnier like it just leaves a good impression on people i mean i'm kind of biased because i know you guys um, but at the same time, it's, it's really, really neat to see that. Right. So yeah, my
1: biggest goal was definitely to get away from the sales tactic stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Every, every business out there. Well, not every business, but we'll just say a lot of dealerships in the area. It's always about the sale. Well, we have this as rebates. We have this as this. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is give people a behind the scenes look mm-hmm. as to what we really do at the dealership. And the re- you know, really the biggest thing is building value over something, you right. know, everyone you know, everyone pays for a name. You can go to Walmart and buy a jacket, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for $10 or you can go to North Face and buy a jacket for $110, you know, Mm -hmm. but North Face builds the value in it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I want to do is, you know, show people, yeah, you know, vehicles, they get pricey and they're only going up, you Mm -hmm. know, with the, you know, with the economy getting better and stuff like that, vehicles at price are going up. But what we need to do is show you why it's better to buy from us. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we build the value Mm -hmm. and, the social media content is what happens day to day at our dealership, not just hey we have this sale, come on down and buy a car, and that's the last time we want to see you. Mm. We want people to keep coming back. You know, we invite people in in the summertime. You know, when when the heat was real bad, you know, mm-hmm. we invited people to the dealership. Please come down. Air conditioning in the showroom, ice cold water. Bring your dogs. Just hang out. And we've actually had people come to the dealership and sit there because their air conditioners were out. Again, we want to treat everyone in the community like family and welcoming them into our home.
0: That's awesome. Um, And what has the community response been ever since you guys kind of took on this approach?
1: Absolutely amazing. I mean, a lot of our, you know, previous, um, you know, I I love the word family. I really do. I love the word family. So I'm going to keep saying our current hawkins family Mm. you know they see us out in the community working i don't know if any of these guys here you know we do what's called the pop-up showroom Mm. so we go out to local businesses and we'll sit out front of their business we'll do a live video to promote their business maybe they're having a sale going on and we get our previous customers come out and be like i love what you guys are doing this is amazing and you know we're always there to put a hand out when anyone needs it Mm. just like you know what we did with the montour preserve yeah
0: That's very neat. That's awesome. And where do you hope to take this from here on? Like, what's your ultimate goal?
1: So my ultimate goal is honestly I want to become the number two guy at Hawkins. Like, I want to be someone who's calling the shots on a lot of things. Mm. You know, and it's mainly because – like I said I want to treat this business like my name is on the side of the building mm-hmm. so it's not just coming in collecting the paycheck doing my thing and going home mm-hmm. it's I'm coming in I'm thinking okay not only what can we do today what can we do 6 months from now what can we do a year from now you know we're already planning events for a year out and well I mean you have to nowadays with yeah. you know everyone else the way social media is it just gets flooded with events right. you know but we want people to know what we're doing no matter what we're doing, everybody needs to know what's going on at Hawkins because there's so much more than just selling cars or, you know, having big sales, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We want to be there for people. You know, we do work with the SPCA to help animals get adopted, the Montour Preserve thing, which mm-hmm.
0: created an absolute movement, which I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. But Yeah, yeah. So it's, it sounds like you have a your passion for community outreach and community involvement. And you're utilizing your job and, and, and taking your your company with you in a sense of like you wanna kinda reach out to the community and help them up and as a result you are putting like a good image of of Hawkins in general and I think it's 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 transcending throughout the company and the people that you're interacting with. Right um it's a fun place over there you know it's, like it's, it's a it blast was, to work there like, honestly there's a never, lot of fun
1: there, there's never a dull moment everyone yeah. gets along and you know we treat everyone with respect there's no hounding over people and you know if you come through you know if you walk through our, do- our, our doors you'll notice that you won't have five salespeople running at you mm-hmm. you know almost you know pretty much every time everyone will look at each other and be like hey do you want to work with this customer do you want to mm-hmm. work with them and it's kind of like every, it's, it's, it's a great atmosphere when everybody
0: works as a team Mm -hmm. to come together for one cause. Mm -hmm. And, you know, shout out to Josh and Mindy. I mean, you know, I got to know them a little bit. I don't know them too well, but from the small interactions I had with them, they're great leaders in that environment. And, and, and it's evident what kind of atmosphere and culture they're trying to cultivate. And it's, you know, they're hiring the right people like you to spread that and, and, and getting that, this message across of like, Hey, we're, we're, we're here for the community. Cause you know, like as a consumer buying for a car, what we tend to do is we look at brands, right? Like when I'm looking for cars, I know that like I'm biased towards Japanese cars because I, um, you know, I was born and raised in Japan and I was told like Japanese made cars last longer. I don't know whether that's true or not, but from my personal experience, it's been, that's been the case. But now if I were to go, Look for new cars, which might not be for a while. Mm-hmm. But if I was, I will consider you guys Absolutely. just because of the people that I, I've encountered over there and the people, that, the interactions that I've had with you guys. And I think that's that's been your goal is to leave these impressions on people. So when the car buying comes for a lot of the consumers or people mm-hmm. in the community. You want them to think about you through the, the, the things that they see on social media and their interactions that they've had with you guys and the image that you guys are putting out there. Right. So, yeah,
1: so, you know, we hold a lot of different events at the dealership. Like in, mm-hmm. in the summertime, we have a end of summer bash for the kids to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the Pennsylvania dinosaurs there. We had games that were going on, different things that kids can do. And, you know, a lot of businesses, um, you know, I mean, you know, you know, we'll say dealerships, mm-hmm. a lot of the dealerships, they hold events for sales events mm. and they expect that day we're going to sell cars let's sell cars what we do differently is we tell our sales team turn your sales off we do not want you to go out there and try to sell cars mm-hmm. today is for the community tomorrow is for sales mm. so if people are coming here and spending time at the dealership having fun and not being hounded all oh, sale you know oh you should, you should you should check this car out that stuff right there it it, it create it creates a snowball effect you know, mm. we expect sales down the road. You know, you know. of course, we don't do these things just for the community. We still want to sell cars. We're a business. we got to keep the lights on. Mm. But we want people to feel comfortable when they're there and not be pressured into doing so, you know, as in buying a car. And just think about us, like you said, when the time comes, we want to be in your thought. Mm. You know, we mm. can't force you to buy a car right now, but hopefully, you know, we can... You know keep that little whisper in the back of your ear that's saying mm. hey you're looking for a car don't forget you had a blast this you know this summer at hawkins or you know at this event for hawkins or mm. you know maybe you saw our you know our new billboard right now which clearly states what we're all about and it says we are danville which you know we are you know this community has been amazing to us mm. and we just want to give back
0: right and so i i found I find what you're saying very fascinating. So I always find people and things that goes against the grain of the norm to be really interesting because there's always a story behind that. Mm -hmm. So what is the reason why or how did you start to think differently than what a traditional um, marketing or or car dealership would have kind of instilled in you if you were to be just raised or... um, if you were learned, if you, if you were taught in that Mm -hmm. environment, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I do. So the biggest thing definitely, um, you know, is really, I learned a lot from my wife. Mm. Uh, you know, my wife, she's a veterinarian right now and she is a straight hustler as far as getting through, all of her goals shout out to lay house right that's right that's yeah. right lay how veterinary hospital dr right. wagner you better go see dr. her i say she is your doctor so <laughs> she is, <laughs> well she's, she's your animals doctor. Dogs, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah you know really though my wife my wife has the kindest heart you mm-hmm. know and her and her family they're there for anybody mm-hmm. anyone says they need help that family like that will go in and help them And I, I, you know, I really took that as in, you know, they're such a happy family. They never seem like they're upset, and they just, they they give, they give, they give. Mm. And, you know, they never expect it in return. Right. Never. Like, you know, I've, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, they're saints. Mm. And, you know, they've helped us so much, and, like, they never, ever looked at us and said, well, you need to pay us back. Mm. So that's kind of like what I'm doing is, you know, I'm giving everything out. I'm giving everything Mm. to the community. I'm giving everything I have to Hawkins. Mm to make the family recognize, you know, what I can do for them to hope, you know, hopefully in the future I can become more of a part of the actual business, not just the marketing, more of the business standpoint. And, you know, I don't expect anything in return. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't think I've looked at my paychecks in the last couple of weeks because I'm just having so much fun mm-hmm. working at this place. I know, I know I'm getting paid. I know, you know, I know what I'm doing, but and it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but I would do it for free. I really would. I mean, I love coming to work every single day.
0: That's awesome. And I think that's nowadays really rare to find, especially I think when you think of like people like selling cars, car dealership kind of thing. Um, I mean, I don't know too many people who sells cars, but my guess is that it's not really easy to find people who are like, really motivated and excited to go to work every day are wanting to give back to the community and that's their main purpose. Right. You know like and I always think in terms of like small businesses or even like large business like you guys. We exist in the community be- to enhance the value of the community. So when people are considering moving to the area you know, we want them to think like, oh, they have a great community and th- that community value is enhanced by our existence. Even if it's just a little bit, if we're doing that, then I think we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and that starts with us thinking like, no, we don't just exist because this is our source of income. No, that's like the last thing on our head. And we have to still think about it as business owners. Josh, probably more than you. Of course. Um, but at the same time, we want to be we're here because. We we love this community. We want to provide a value, and, and that is our number one goal. You know, like right. and then to me, all things points back to God because you know God has allowed us to do this job and in this place for a reason. And and if we don't give up, you know, if we don't give back to God and through through God to the community, then we're doing disservice and we're not living out our calling. Absolutely, I
1: yeah. I completely agree. And you know, Hawkins is really you know they're a very Christian-based organization. Although you know, although you don't see tons of it, you know, the family. You know, all they do is talk about church stuff, like you know what I mean. And it's great. And you know, again, with you know, going back to us being a family, you know, we have, you know, employee dinners and stuff like that, or you know, we had the Christmas party. You know, the first thing we do, you know, we all sit down, we all get our food, but then we sit down and we pray, and it's you know, I mean, giving thanks, of course, you know, because we wouldn't be where we are without that, and you know having the faith and stuff like that, you know, we worked directly with the church right next door to us.
0: Redeemer Church, yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah, exactly.
1: So, mm-hmm. you know, and they were they were so amazing to literally give up their entire parking lot, which if you guys came to the Preserve mm-hmm. the Preserve event, you'll understand that place was filled yeah. with people. And they didn't have to do that, you know. They opened up their arms and they said, hey, let's do this. We want to help you guys. We want to be a part of this. This community is ours just as much as anybody else's. So let's mm-hmm. go ahead and help them out.
0: You know, it's just awesome. Like one of the things that I thought about when I was thinking about when we were planning the Montour Preserve is for us to be able to partner up. We, our businesses have nothing to do with each other. Nothing in common. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We may have share a few customers, but that's by accident, Mm -hmm. not like on purpose. Um, But for us to be able to partner up like between you guys and us and even Redeemer just coming in and you know, the business alliance and just like everybody's saying, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this for the improvement and the betterment of the community. That's just like, I think that's such a special thing. And we need to continue to do that. Cause for the longest time it's been like, okay, you guys do your thing. We'll do our thing. And then we'll just make the community better on an individual basis. But no, like we're trying to like break that barrier and saying like, Hey, if we do it together, we can attract more people. We can raise more money. We can do more things. Right. And, and it's just like, You know, what we need to, and what it requires in return is we just need to drop our egos, right? And sometimes it's hard, but like we're realizing by doing that, we can do so much more for the community, right?
1: So, right. I do, you know, I do a lot of reading now, especially this year. My goal is, you know, I want to read like me too. I want to read a lot more books. Yeah, I want to read as many books as I can. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I read in the last book um i can't say the title there's a curse word in the title so oh, we'll leave that out right. and we'll just say <laughs> how to get stuff done I'll we'll okay. say that yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so um you know and it was a, it was an excellent book and the one thing i read in it is that to really succeed you have to be vulnerable you have mm-hmm. to drop the wall and like you just said so my goal was i don't care what business you have i don't care what you promote i want to work with you mm-hmm. i want to help your business your business does better the community does, does better. Our business does better mm. and it's really what it is is keeping the economy up and you know I I'm just a very small fish and what you know of what we did with the Montour preserve but for that to be what me and you talked about hey you know we should be you know we should make a strongman competition and thinking okay you know we're gonna bring a couple hundred people maybe a hundred two hundred people there and then all of a sudden it turns into a 45 plus local business sponsored mm-hmm. 600 plus people In four hours, you know, we raised, what, $2,800 or something like that, which was nothing compared to what we were told by Bob Stoud, which was we created a movement. Mm -hmm. The money had nothing to do with it. It was all about the exposure.
0: Right, and that's the part, I think, you know, like, that was awesome to see afterwards that, like, because, you know, we were a small part in bringing attention to that issue, that, like, Montour Preserve is now in good hands. And to me, like... That alone is—it was totally worth all the work that we put into it. Because you're like, wow, that's that's awesome that they're they're here to stay and they're yep. gonna be there it's for going future anywhere. generations. And you know, and Bob is really thankful, and he's he's such a nice guy. You know, sh- shout out to Bob. Absolutely. Yes. And I think I kn- I think he listens to the podcast. I Perfect. think he'll be excited to, excited to hear that. Um, but Nate, like, so this is awesome. I really enjoy having you on this podcast. I appreciate being here. On this yeah, yeah. 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 And so as far as like your future goes, I know you're doing a lot more marketing stuff, even outside of Hawkins. What are you finding interesting? What are you finding to be your passion? Because I know at 27 and even still at my age, I'm still trying to find myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find like what is my niche? What Mm -hmm. is something that I enjoy? I mean, sure, your marketing is what you do. But within that marketing stuff, what do you find to be the most enjoying part?
1: really just working with as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. I want to shake as many hands as I can before the day I die. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not all about, you know, who knows me or who I know. Mm -hmm. It's really just about what I can do with the time that I have left. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how many people can I make smile or, you know, how many businesses can I help that, you know, who knows, they're doing really bad one month and I can come in and give them a little bit of advice and all of a sudden I see their sales go up Mm. and I help, I help some local businesses. I don't, I actually don't even take any money. I give, I give advice. I just help people out. I tell them what I do at Hawkins and a lot of people take that advice and actually put it into their business. And you know, it's just, it's great to see an outcome and who knows one day it could turn into something. Maybe everyone on here listening is a business owner and they're like, Hey, I want that guy to come. (laughs) 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 Who knows, right? We'll see where it goes. Um, But yeah, it's, it's just really at the end of the day, it's the the hardest thing to say is, you know, it's going to be hard to find out who I am Mm -hmm. completely, but the one thing I want to find out is who I'm not Mm -hmm. and cutting, you know, having all the jobs I had, I cut out who I'm not. I know that I'm not someone who wants to work construction the rest of my life, you know, digging holes. I have nothing against that. A lot of people love it. Just not for me but I have to find out first who I'm not completely to
0: figure out who I'm actually going to be. That's all. That's great. Cause you know, one of the thing is like in this podcast, I think some, some kids listen to it, younger kids. And I know that like as growing up, it's you, you face this question of who am I? What do I want to do in the future? That kind of stuff. And you know, I've always told them, I was like, you might not know until you get there. and right. You might not know until you're two, three years deep, which was my case. Mm-hmm. And so to hear another person say that and realize like, hey, like, and then your point of trying to find out who you're not first before who you are. I think that's important. I've never really thought about it that way, but it's true. Cause if you can't figure out who you're not, then there's no way you can figure out who you are.
1: Right. I mean, tons of people go through life you know, doing a job they hate mm-hmm. or, you know, being inside of a relationship that they can't stand or something like that. You know? And my biggest thing is the second I, f- it hits my head as in this not this is not for me. I listen to my gut mm-hmm. and I get out. I said, okay, I'm, i'm listening and clearly it's it has to be a sign from something you know what i mean from mm. I, I i don't care what you believe in you know mm. but you know it has to be a sign from god or something like that saying that you're you know you're meant for more than this mm-hmm. you know digging holes was great but i think you're meant for more i think you can help more people rather than just go to work work 80 hours a week and collect the paycheck and go home mm-hmm. you know when i work construction like i did not really have any stories about my day Mm -hmm. And now I come home and I, you know, I sit there and, you know, I'll sit down with my wife and talk about who I met and, you know, who knows, you know, even, you know, their little situation that they have, you know, we, you know, we help a lot of people that are in different financial situations. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I don't ever share names or something like that. I keep privacy too, you know, um, but, you know, and it's crazy to think about what other people go through in life and it almost makes you think how much better your life is, but it also comes back to okay, these people really needed this help. Let's help them. Let's do what we can do. And then it just makes you feel so much better at the end of the day, Hmm. knowing that you've given and not
0: received anything back. Hmm. I, I just, I honestly
1: love the feeling of it.
0: Very cool. Have you always been a people person? It sounds like you are now. But is this who you've always been, or is this somebody, something that you've had to train yourself to become? So
1: I've always been a people person. I was uh, actually my my wife and my mother-in-law. They call me the mayor of Mount Carmel. I'm from I'm from over in Mount Carmel. Sorry, Danville people, uh, go tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but you know I've always been you know always been chatty, very chatty, and um, but I no I, kinda, I don't what? believe that at no. all. Not at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> sitting here running. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. <laughs> But, you know, I had a lot of issues, though, growing up. I mean, like, I was very bad at my speech. I used mm. to stutter horribly. As you can tell, I mean, I still got caught up in some things. But learning what I know now and, you know, doing what I'm doing, it makes me so comfortable that I literally don't have any issues talking to people. I used mm. to get so nervous in front of crowds, in front of people. You know um i've actually even done some public speaking for for one of the local behavioral schools that Mm -hmm. believe it or not i actually went to a behavioral school when i was in when i was in seventh and eighth grade Mm. i was kicked out of my high school Uh, i went to a school called bsi which is actually here in danville Mm -hmm. and um you know i owe a lot to them for helping me with what you know with what i had going on and i actually went back to the school Um, one of my teachers is one of our customers and they asked me, I said, "We, you know, you're one, you know, you are one of our success stories. Can you please talk to our class? And I've been there two times now and I've stood in wow. front of all of all the kids. And I've actually talked about, you know, really personal things with these kids because everything there is confidential mm-hmm. and, you know, got into really personal things. And what was nice was at the end of the day, I literally had a, this little, this little girl, she come up to me and she told me that actually what I said is going to help her. Mm. And I told her, like, write down your goals, write down where you want to see yourself in a week in a month, in a year. Write all this stuff down, because you have to have a plan. You can run mm-hmm. up and down a field all day, but if there's nowhere to score a goal, you'll never score.
0: Right. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So it sounds like you identified your weakness early on, in a sense of like speech, and then you decided to overcome it and more. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool to hear. I mean, just like, because you know, like our tendency is we used to, we usually tend to focus on our strength. Right. And we don't. And especially as we grow older, I notice this and sometimes I catch myself doing it is we, we lean on our strength, but don't really work on our weaknesses. It's in times that you realize that you're not working on your weakness, that you becomes kind of unsatisfied. Right. Because I think I was as like our human nature is we want to continue to learn and continue to work on things that we're not good at. And so if we're not taking the time to do that, when we're not taking the time to do that, we feel unfulfilled because then you just kind of like unconsciously or subconsciously know that you're not spending your time productively in a sense of bettering yourself. Right. Um, so let me ask you this. Let me turn this down. Where do you think, what's your what's your weakness that you're working on right now?
1: Honestly, my biggest weakness is definitely, and I'm sure you can agree with this, and if, if Mindy listens to this, she, she can agree as well, but my organization. Hmm. I am very, I love getting things done, but I'm scattered. I'm Hmm. very scattered brain, I get off course sometimes. And, uh, actually this year I went out, I bought a planner. I write everything that Good. I do now down every, <laughs> absolutely. I write every single thing that I do. I have this written down that I had to be here for 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. You know, I got, you gonna, were here early. Exactly. I, I got, know. I have to, that's what I'm doing now. You know, yeah. I get up a little bit earlier now. I really, you know, have a lot of time to think about my day and what I'm doing differently too is the night before I do all my thinking and I write down what's my goal for tomorrow. Nice. This is the things that I need to accomplish because you know, there's days I go in the work and I may get, I may get caught up in conversation with a customer or something and it may throw my whole day off by mm. an hour. You are a business owner. You mm-hmm. understand that an oh, hour yeah, is a huge a thing in business. Yeah, you, only you have 24 whole, in a day. Exactly. Your whole day can be messed yeah. up within one hour. Um, but yeah, definitely one of my biggest weaknesses is just playing out organization. Um,
0: you know, that's I'm working good. On it. <laughs> that's, it's good though that you recognize that. I mean like, it was funny now we can talk about it now we can make fun of it but planning the preserve for preserve right you had this so many ideas and every time i met with you you had another idea and mindy can attest to this and (laughs) and i was like how are we gonna organize all this and it's funny because the one thing that we forgot to put out when the event started was the donation jar yeah that's like the most (laughs) important thing but we forgot to put it out because we're so busy like okay like how do we how do we set up the entrance table how are we gonna let people come in what's the flow like we're we're all worried about these details and then one thing we forgot was putting out the donation job (laughs) but which will never happen again next year. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And there
1: will be one next year. That's we're, right. we're already planning for it next year. So if you're a local business owner, we had 40 I think 45 local businesses last this this past one. Yeah. You know, we want more. And you know, he, he may sit here and yell at me here, but I I'm I want 100 business. I want 100 businesses <laughs> a part of this, you know. Yeah, we'll make we it created happen. a we we created a movement. Imagine what we can do if we double the scale. Yeah. Honestly.
0: That would be cool. And you know, the thing is like Bob would say the same thing is Monterey Preserve still needs help it's Absolutely. not it's not a done deal they're going to need to continually they're going to be seeking help throughout and that's just how it is and if we want to keep it in our backyard of our community it's just something that we'll always have to consider and to do that we'll continue to put on this event together in the fall time like halloween themed which is great for the kids right and so let's you know our whole our goal is and our hope is definitely to make it better better and bigger each year Now, Nate, I always close out the, uh, believe it or not, we're coming to an end of the podcast. I always ask my, um, my interviewees to share words of encouragement. So the words of encouragement could be anything. You can take it at any angle. Um, but you can speak from your own experience, any of the topics that we've talked about in the past. Um, just the words of encouragement to the listeners that's listening to this episode.
1: So I'll give you some words just from, you know, a lot of my I listen to a lot of different entrepreneurs and, you know, the number one thing is, first off, do what you love. If you're in a job right now that you feel like, okay, you know, I feel like I'm just going to work to collect a pay, just to collect a paycheck. Don't do that. It's, you know, don't live your life unhappy. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't go quit your job right now, you know, and go home and sit on the couch and hope that you find something tomorrow. Of course, you have to plan, Mm -hmm. organize everything else, you know, but you only have one life. Find out what it is that you love and going back to, of course, find out who you're not, but find out who I'm sorry, find out what you love, what you love doing, figure out why you love doing that. And if you get that gut feeling, just go for it, Hmm. because at the end of the day, you're going to go home, you're going to sit on your couch and either complain about your day of how rough it was or you're going to be able to sit there and look at your significant other your dog your cat whoever you have to talk to at home and you're going to tell them stories about what happened today Mm -hmm. or how you know why today was awesome like i love when my wife comes home and she tells me these awesome stories Mm. of she helped a dog you know she just helped a dog that there was a dog here that was local that got hit by a train Mm. and she literally helped this animal come back from it and now he's living a good life like that's the stories you want to hear, but she loves her job no matter what. There's bad days. There's gonna be bad days right. in every business. Absolutely. You yeah. know, there's days where I come to work and I'm sweating, I'm aggravated, I'm getting you know getting annoyed with every little thing. But then I sit back, I think about what I've worked on and what I have to work on in the future, and I just go for it. I keep trying to make everything better. Mm. And just like you said, you know, overcome all the objections that you have in life, the, any obstacles that you have by just pinpointing why is this... First of all, why is this an obstacle? Mm-hmm. What weakness do you have? And find out how to fix it. Mm-hmm. There's tons of different ways. You know, read a book, educate yourself, do yoga, come here and exercise at resurrection, <laughs> like do your mm-hmm. thing. Sorry, I had to give you a plug no, I know, thank you, <laughs> appreciate that. You know, you know I, just,
0: I, I like this because... So the part of the reason why I love doing podcasts is because I get to know your story better. Um, you've always come across as a super enthusiastic guy. And anybody who's meet, who's met you before could probably say the same thing is you're highly energetic, you're a ball of energy. Um, but more I spend time with you, your energy is becoming refined. Um, it used to be when I first met you, it was just kind of all over the place. Uh, just yeah. kind of like how you planned the preserve, the preserve, it was kind of all over the place but you're growing and it's really awesome to see like this version of Nate is so much more mature than you were like in October. And like, it's great to see that. And I can't wait to see like what you'll do with Hawkins, with the marketing department and in your personal life too. And, and, you know, I can't wait to see like what our events going to look like next year too. Absolutely. So as parting words, um, where can people find more information about what you're doing? You know, mention your, um, your, the, the, personal business page that you created recently too along with the hawkins as well
1: yeah so of course hawkins chevrolet um you know make sure you click the right one there is one in another state so make sure oh, you're really? follow- yeah, there is another hawkins chevrolet and oh, i believe I indiana uh. um yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, you know what I mean? Check us out on Facebook, Hawk and Chevrolet. Uh, you know, I believe you're, you're just going to love the content there. Mm-hmm. May, heck you may want to buy a car tomorrow after, after going to check it out <laughs> today. Um, you know, one of our biggest things now is we're trying to grow our Instagram. So we're trying to get, you know, more outside. you know, we, we believe that, you know, we do very well here in Danville and Montour County. We want to be known worldwide. You know, we ship cars all over the country. So where you know, you want to buy a car from us, we'll ship it wherever you need to do. Uh, So of course, follow that. Um, And then, you know, my personal thing as well is, you know, just a little side thing that I'm doing now is actually called the auto aristocrat. Um, It's really just a lot of, you know, high end cars, stuff like that. So people that are listening that, you know, maybe they enjoy collecting cars, stuff like that, you know. I'm the guy to go out and find the vehicle that you're looking for. I take all the stress away from doing the shopping. Very cool. Just like Hawkins does for anyone else. We're trying to take the stress away from shopping, you know, and give you that, that experience that you want as in, okay, this is what I need to get. This is what I want right now.
0: Get it for me. And that's what we're here to do. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much, Nate, for coming on to the podcast today. It's been a great conversation. Thank you. And if you're looking for a car. Go visit them on Hawking Chevrolet. Thank you, Nate. Thank you.